Well, everybody, welcome back to another weekend bite-sized political podcast. And uh, let's chat a little bit more, shall we, about the situation concerning Gary Lineker and the BBC. Because uh, it all kind of came to a head last night because Match of the Day is the programme that he ordinarily presents, but he didn't present it last night. And uh, I think the BBC scored uh, an own goal. I think it's deliberate, though. And I think a plague in all of them, basically, is the right approach here. So let me first of all explain why it was an own goal. So what? because um, Gary Lineker, Alan Shearer uh, and Ian Wright had all pulled out of the programme, uh, there were no essentially established presenters. But even worse than that, it seemed to be that all the sports presenters who could have done it, including uh, the likes of Alex Scott, for example, uh, uh, they also said, no, no, we stand with Gary. We're with Gary. We're fighting for liberty, freedom, quality. <laughs> That's how pretentious, pompous and uh, d- d- disturbed these individuals are. So it's been a very useful exercise in smoking out, just in case you were under any illusions, which I'm sure because you follow me, you're not. These people presenting sports are essentially all political operatives as well. So just so that you understand. And they are from the left. They are left-wing political operatives working in the left-wing BBC, presenting sports in an ever-so-palsy way, but retaining the right in their own independent uh, Twitter accounts, for example, uh, to call the government Nazis. Yeah, that's that's all super-duper fine. Now, I can see there's a little bit of uh, division amongst our side in this one, because I have seen some people say, well, look, if you're calling for Gary... uh, uh, Leninger to be cancelled uh, because of what he tweeted, then you're supporting censorship. And I'm sorry, no, that's not my argument at all. My argument is that Gary Lineker, like all these others, are on the license tax uh, funded uh, bandwagon. So either they conform to what that involves or they get off the BBC. That's the way of doing it. Twitter, um, Lineker can tweet away till his heart's content. I mean, I'm not sure who he's tweeting to because he seems to have blocked half of the Twitter sphere. I mean, there is that, including me. But leaving that aside, no one's calling for him to be cancelled on Twitter. The conflict concerns his contract with the BBC and the fact that he presents the programmes and then when he's finished, he jumps on Twitter and he calls the government Nazis and everyone's supposed to think super duper normal. What's not to like about that? Well, I think there is a conflict there. But but here's a broader point. And this is the own goal that the BBC missed last night. So, OK, Lenniker wasn't going to be presenting it, nor was Wright, nor was Shearer. Big deal, right? Why could they not have just put together a 60, 60 minute compilation of yesterday's big games and there was some exciting football played yesterday and they could have uh, even had a kind of a a ticker tape analysis they they could have had something around it what did they to make it more of a spectacle because I actually tuned in to watch it and it was dreadful last night it lasted for 20 minutes there was no commentary no voice nothing almost like the BBC wanted it to this is to send us the message well look Look what happens when we haven't got Gary and the gang. This is uh, this is really uh, awful. Yes, there's important football games being played, but there's no vocal, no even voiceover on the games. 
never mind, you know, after game analysis, because nobody really needs that. But actually, during the game, there was no commentary in terms of, you know, player A has kicked it to player B, he's crossed it, it's gone in the net. There was none of that. It was silence. So the BBC, you see, had the BBC done it properly, they could have tested, do they need these multimillionaire Marxist presenters? Do they, do they actually need them or not? I don't think they do. I honestly don't think people are tuning in to see these smart arses sitting around on their in the TV studio pontificating. I think people like to tune in to get some specific in-game analysis, but that's a different thing. And uh, I actually saw a clip from, oh, it must have been about 40 years ago, maybe probably more than that, of the late Brian Clough, who, who I thought was one of the good guys, uh, even then saying he didn't like the fact that football coverage on the BBC was now being driven very much into the realm of uh, personality uh, and uh, pontification, whereas he, th he thought back then people wanted to just come home, turn on match of the day, and, and watch the games with as little um, commentary as possible. But anyway, the BBC chose not to do that. They made it as awful as possible. And of course, you've got this now bigger rebellion going on across the BBC as all these left-wing slugs slither out and basically beat their chest and say, we're with Gary, you're not censoring us. We, we stand for freedom. What these people stand for is a sense of entitlement, which is somewhere off the charts, in my opinion. You know, they're so narcissists, self-absorbed. Um, and uh, as I say, all from the political left. But then so is the BBC. You see, ultimately, I'm sure those at the top of the BBC share Gary Lineker's view that this government are Nazis. I'm sure they do that. And that's why it's very hard to have sympathy for anybody involved in this, apart from arguably genuine football fans who just want to see the football with a little bit of commentary around it and leave it like that. They're, and they're the people who aren't interested. Meanwhile, we've had football players, football managers. Uh, Jurgen Klopp, I think, was one of them uh, joining in the We Stand with Gary. So if ever there was a reason to detest the BBC and detest the uh, soccer ball, uh, this is it. Thanks for listening.